Well, hello and welcome to church. Uh, today, I wanted to do something a little bit differently and welcome you to church uh, from the back of my property, actually. Um, I'm down here by the creek and uh, I've just been down here uh, and reading the scriptures and uh, just really enjoying the time that I can spend uh, here with the Lord uh, on my own property. And uh, it's just a blessing to be able to come before him and, uh, and to see his face. And uh, he led me to this passage in Isaiah this morning. I just wanted to read that to you this morning. It says, Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord that he may have compassion on him and to our God for he will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are my ways Neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. For as the rain and snow come down from heaven and do not return there, but water the earth, making it bring forth and sprout, giving seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goes out from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose and shall succeed in the things for which I sent it. For you shall go out in joy and be led forth in peace. The mountains and hills before you shall break forth into singing and all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. Instead of the thorn shall come up the cypress, instead of the briar shall come up the myrtle, and it shall make a name for the Lord, an everlasting sign that shall not be cut off. You know, that is uh, one passage that really leads us in wonderful thoughts about the Lord. Because we might not understand everything that's going on right now. We might be really struggling you know, it's been uh, coming close to six weeks now. And uh, this is a challenge for a lot of people, but God is faithful. Uh, he is in control. And we can have complete confidence that our future is hidden with Him. Uh, that passage, I love the fact that it says, my ways are higher than your ways. My thoughts are higher than your thoughts. We don't know the plans and purposes of the Lord all the time. We don't always know his will. But what we do know is that if we earnestly seek him, then he will bring blessing to us. Today we're going to be talking um, through the story of Enoch. And uh, that's a wonderful story. Enoch walked with the Lord. And, and it was, that was sort of counted for him as, as, as a righteous way of living, was he was, was in close communion with God. And that is what we're going to look at later today. But I just wanted to uh, spend this time outdoors this morning um, with God, uh, walking with Him. And I would encourage you, if you have a moment, to do the same this week. Get outside, you know, enjoy some of the sunshine, uh, enjoy uh, the nature, the beautiful area that God has placed us in and that God has placed you in right now. And, uh, and walk with the Lord. Walk with God. Enjoy time together and, uh, and spend moments 
in, in, in every day, uh, in quiet reflection, uh, finding a nice place um, where you feel comfortable to commune with God and, and do just that. Uh, let me pray for us um, before we, we worship Him. Heavenly Father, we thank you that uh, you indeed are a great God, uh, that you send forth your blessing and that you bring hope to us all. Lord, may you lead us in peace as we are sent out in joy. May the mountains and hills around us break forth in singing and the trees of the field clap their hands. Lord, that is a great, wonderful uh, picture of joy and of worship of you. And we, Lord, we just thank you that, Lord, when you say that you will send out your word, it will not return to you empty. And so, Lord, we pray that you would use us to send your word out, your gospel out at the moment, that we can be your hands and feet in practical ways in our community and that we can bring the hope of the gospel with us and uh, that, Lord, you would lead us beside still waters. You would direct our paths. And, uh, Lord, I just thank you that we can spend this time with you today and we can worship you right now, Lord Jesus, for you are a good God, an amazing God. Lord, you have saved us. And, Lord, we come before you now in adoration and praise of your name the name of Jesus, that at the name of Jesus every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that you indeed are Lord. Amen. Would you worship with us now?
to come. 
nation I sing praise to the King of Kings. You are my everything, and I will adore you. Well, isn't it wonderful to be able to worship the Lord together? Uh, I just uh, want to encourage you as well to spend moments this week in worship of the Lord. Uh, go out into nature. I'm not sure if you can hear um, the, the stream flowing just beside me, um, but it's, it's really nice 
that's a nice way to do things at the moment is to to get out into nature and listen and look for the birds um, to to appreciate the place that God has placed us in and the beauty that he has surrounded us with by his own creation. Uh, so take that moment this week, if you haven't already, to jump outside uh, and to enjoy uh, where God has placed us. It's beautiful here in the northeast. Uh, if you're with us here in the northeast, then then uh, take moments to walk around and you know enjoy spending time communing with God in nature. Uh, a few announcements for us today. Um, first of all, um, there aren't many, <laughs> uh, but I do want to encourage those that have been connecting together. I've known a few small groups have met over Zoom and I'd encourage you to continue to do that. Um, I'd also uh, like to encourage you, uh, I've heard many stories of people connecting with each other in, in wonderful different ways. And so may that continue and uh, may it be a blessing to all of us and may we continue to care for each other. I know that's sort of a theme that we've been, we've been harping on about, but it's so important. Um, so I just really want to encourage you in that today um, to, to continue to encourage each other. Now I'd like to come to a time um, for our giving. Uh, that we continue to give in worship of the Lord uh, and uh, that we can support the work that he's doing um, here in the northeast and, and all over the globe through our mission partners as well. We're going to hear from some of our mission partners in the future um, in coming weeks um, so that's going to be really encouraging for us um, but yeah I just want to really encourage us today to continue to give in worship of the Lord for those that can. I know that some of us it, financially it's biting hard right now um, some have lost work some have had hours reduced to nothing um, and so it's really important that uh, that we do take on that opportunity to um, feel the freedom not to give at a time like this if that's not going to be uh, possible for us don't don't feel guilty about that um, it's okay uh, God will provide all of our needs I have a 100% assurance and faith in him that he will do that um, and so if that means that for the next couple of weeks you just hey you know need to take a break from from giving uh, we understand uh, don't put yourself under financial hardship um, at all if possible uh, but continue to uh, to serve the Lord in other ways um, and so yeah I just want to pray for finances right now um, for those uh, connecting with us today that uh, God would continue to be the great provider that he is for us. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you that, Lord, you indeed do promise to us that you will supply all our needs. And Lord, financially right now, a lot of us are under pressure. And so, Lord, I just want to pray that, Lord, you would release that stress from us. That, Lord, we would not have the worry about where our funds are coming from or how we're going to feed the family. But indeed, Lord, we would look to you and that, Lord, you would provide all of our needs. Uh, Lord, we pray for those that are giving uh, and that the money that is giving, given could be used to further your uh, kingdom here in the northeast and abroad. And Lord, we just pray for abundant blessing upon your people through this time. Lord, we pray that those who have lost work would be the first ones put back on. Lord, we pray that those who have had reduced hours, Lord, as soon as things start kicking again, those hours would go back to even more than they had before. Lord, we pray for businesses in our region that are struggling to survive. 
And Lord, I pray that uh, they would bounce back stronger than ever and that the moments that we have to continue to support uh, our local economy, we'd take those moments. And if we're aware of people who are struggling, Lord, we also, if we have the means, we'd help them out too. And so, Lord, we continue to ask that you would supply all of our needs, that you would bless us, and that, Lord, you would go before us in all things, and that we can have a calm assurance and confidence in you uh, during this time. So may, Lord Jesus, you bless us and keep us. And, Lord, may these giving, this offering that we give to you today May it be a blessing to your kingdom as we give in worship of you. Amen. Well, I'm going to head back inside and uh, then we can, uh, can, can, I can preach from there a bit better than I can out here. Um, I'm not sure if you can hear the birds. There are plenty down here by the creek. Uh, so uh, I'll head off there uh, shortly and I will see you, um, see you soon. Good to be back. Uh, on Monday as a creative exercise, uh, a bit of a break from schooling with Serena. Uh, I, Serena and I went for a walk. It was a lovely morning and while we were out, uh, we saw these wonderful green and red parrots. They were really vibrant colours and they were just in this tree eating some, some berries and some, or some nuts or some fruit or some, some description of, of these, these trees. And it was just really, really nice, a wonderful experience. And uh, we, were, we were just out in nature having a walk together. And we're able to, to, to chat a bit and see the wonderful creation that God creates for us. And that experience, it actually reminded me of the experience that God had originally designed for us uh, walking in the Garden of Eden. We see from the account in Genesis, uh, from the Garden of Eden, that God would regularly take a walk in the cool of the afternoon in the garden. And, and he would walk with Adam and Eve, and, and no doubt, stop and, and talk about stuff. No doubt they would be, be looking at the birds and the wildlife and, and stop and smell a flower or something, no doubt. Uh, that was the world that God had created. But our sin prevented us from doing that as an, as an ongoing experience. Yet we still see God's desire to walk with us echoed throughout the scriptures. And in fact, we see once again God walking amongst us in the person of Jesus, walking amongst his people. This Jesus who came to save us all. Another echo of God walking amongst his people is the story of Enoch. And I'd like to uh, ask you to turn with me now to Hebrews chapter 11. And we're going to look at verses 5 and 6 as we continue our series in faith, Hebrews 11. Today, looking at Enoch. And, and we read this from Hebrews about Enoch. Verse 5. 
By faith, Enoch was taken from this life so that he did not experience death. He could not be found because God had taken him away. For before he was taken, he was commended as one who pleased God. And without faith, it is impossible to please God, because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. Wonderful passage of scripture. But if you're not familiar with the story of Enoch, then we're going to have to delve back into Genesis because that's where it's found. So jump over to Genesis chapter 5, verses 21 to 24. Uh, So let's read. When Enoch had lived 65 years, he fathered Methuselah. Enoch walked with God after he fathered Methuselah 300 years and had other sons and daughters. Thus all the days of Enoch were 365 years. Enoch walked with God, and he was not, for God took him. Wow. Interesting account indeed. And it's such a short account. Yet we're given so much information in just these few verses. You see, the Hebrew word for Um, walked, the the verb used for walked, is a distinctive form here that conveys the sense of an ongoing intimacy with God. And quite remarkably, because of this special relationship that Enoch had with God where he walked with him in intimacy, Enoch does not die. This is highlighted as, as vastly different from the rest of the pattern in chapter 5 of the genealogies and really highlights how different and unique Enoch's relationship with God was. So much so that it actually affected his end, for Enoch did not die. We're just told, and then he was not. God took him to be with himself. God must have had a really soft spot for Enoch. A really soft spot for this man who walked with him in intimacy through his life of some 365 years. One commentator I was reading made the connection between the distinct difference in the stories of Abel who was murdered and Enoch who never died. And that both demonstrated great faith. Both had such different ends but both are commended by the author of Hebrews for displaying great faith. Our lives of faith are not cookie-cutter experiences. What I experience in my relationship with God may be vastly different to many other people's experience of God in their faith on this planet. We're all different and that is great because that means that there is a different plan and purpose for each one of us that God has for us to fulfill. Now my faith, it might be remarkably like yours. Abel's might have been remarkably like Enoch's. Yet both met vastly different ends. Both led varied and vastly different lives. Enoch, well he had an intimate close, 
walking relationship with God. Abel, he had a life that worshipped God, but we are not told that he had a deep intimacy with God, like we are told Enoch does. Both were commended for their faith by the writer of Hebrews, but both had different expressions and relationships with God in their faith. God has not given us a life that is the same as other people. And some people might consider that to be unfair. Why does my life have to be so different to somebody else's? You know, why does God bless them and not me? Why does God not curse them and not bring about the destruction of evil when I see it prosper? Why does God not bring blessing to those who are faithful yet makes me struggle so much with what is going on in my life right now? Where is God? Those are all very natural questions because we do not have the understanding that God has. But what we see in the example of Enoch is that he is a great example for us to follow. Walking by faith all his life. We would do really well to follow that example. However, that might look for us a bit different and we don't know really what that might look for all of us in our own circumstances and you know the Lord may return at any time to take modern Enoch's into his presence just as he took Enoch in Genesis chapter 5 that is a great hope to look forward to for us all and we're told by the writer of Hebrews that Enoch's walking with God, that it pleased God. And then this point is made. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. And so walking by faith like Enoch is commended to us as a way to please God as we too walk by faith. And walking by faith involves not only believing that God exists, but also believing that he will reward the faithful. See, the original readers of Hebrews, they faced temptation to abandon the hope as we face same similar temptations today. In verse 6 of Hebrews, we are told, Without faith, it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. Those who will receive reward are those who earnestly are seeking after God, not believers who have stopped seeking after God. You know, time does some great things for us. It helps us gain life experience and grow in wisdom for many of us. But it can also have some more less desirable effects. Our hair thins or even vanishes. That's not great, is it? Um, we might find it harder to keep fit. We might even begin making groaning noises involuntarily when we move. Anyone experience this? And another one of those less desirable effects can be that we might become stale in our faith. We, we might rest 
and take it easy. We've done the earnestly seeking God thing, you know, for years now. Maybe it's time to take a rest, you know, just a bit. Maybe it's, you know, time to take a break from all of that for a while. But what we are told in Hebrews is that God rewards those who earnestly seek him. There is no end date to that. There's no expiry date. There's no completed mark. There's no tick, yep, done. There is no time in our life of faith that we have finished that task. And so if you've become a little bit stale in your faith, if you have backed off, if you've stepped back, then maybe now is a great time to re-engage with your faith. To reignite that passion for Jesus and pick up that life of vigorous faith and again earnestly seek him. But if you're struggling with that, then maybe it's time to ask for some help or to seek some help. Warren Wearsby said, The best way to grow in faith is to walk with the faithful. Find someone who is faithful that you can walk with. Just before we were sent on our own, sent out to our own homes on mission from God, um, and not permitted to meet together in our building as we had been doing, it was Discipleship Sunday. It seems like it's so long ago right now, doesn't it? But it was a day that we set aside to encourage everyone to get involved in meeting up with a Christian brother or sister to encourage each other in your faith, to walk with each other through the good and the bad. And and we can still encourage each other. We can still walk with each other. We can still support and care for each other and build each other up in faith. It might now just be over the phone rather than a, a cafe table. But we can still find someone who is faithful to walk with. The best way to grow in faith is to walk with the faithful. I really like that quote. And I can only imagine the relationship that Enoch had with God as as he walked with him for over 300 years. That must have been such a pleasing experience and, and such an enriching experience for Enoch. And it must have also been pleasing for God, too, as he took Enoch to be with him. No doubt it harkened back to the garden where God would regularly walk with his people. You see, we are in a unique position, though, when compared to Enoch, because we know that right now God is with us. God is in us. Colossians says that Christ is in us, the hope of glory. And we also have the benefit of the indwelling Holy Spirit. God is in us. God is walking with us every step that we take. And so in a very real sense, if we want to walk with God like Enoch, we can go for a walk along the trails, down by the creek, around the block. And and practice walking with God. Remind yourself before you set out that God is with you. 
Maybe put a Bible podcast and, and listen to some, some readings, someone reading the scriptures as you're walking. You know, th- that's a very literal way to walk with God. Use that time to pray, to meditate on a verse, to reflect gratitude to God for his creation and blessings that he continues to bless us with and that we continue to receive from him. But we can also take walking with God metaphorically. And as such, walking with God indicates that Enoch had a lifestyle characterized by his devotion to God. Walking with God indicates a communion or intimacy with God. We can have that same intimacy and even closer intimacy because we do have the indwelling Holy Spirit and we do have Christ in us. We have been united with him in his death and resurrection through faith. Faith for many of us that has been uh, demonstrated in our baptism. And if you haven't been baptized, but yet are a person of faith in Jesus Christ, then I encourage you to do that. Speak with me later. And furthermore, in Enoch, we see that the pronouncement of death is not the last word that needs to be said about a person's life. We can find life if we walk with God. You see, man was not born to die. He was born to live. And that life comes by walking with God. And that life continues for eternity with God. For those of us who by faith in the personal work of Jesus Christ are saved by the love and grace of God, demonstrated in his great sacrifice on the cross that paid the penalty for our sin and in which we are now all offered the free gift of forgiveness as salvation is freely offered to us all. Our death is not the end of our life. We too have, the fu- have a future beyond death, just as Enoch experienced because he too had faith in God and he too walked with God. And so can I encourage you today to continue to walk with God with vigour, with enthusiasm, with a vibrancy that brings life and hope to those around you, Can I encourage you to practically take steps to keep your faith full of life and effervescence? Walk with God. Walk with Him daily. Cultivate a life that is characterized by devotion to God. Live a faith-filled life that is in intimacy with God. A faith-filled life that brings Him glory. And may your life shine hope brightly to others as you continue to walk with God. And if you are currently not walking with God, maybe you once had or maybe you never have. Well, can I tell you this? God wants to walk with you. He loves you so much. That he died for you so that you could respond in faith and be restored in right relationship with God the Father so that you can walk with him. And if you want to do that today, if you want to walk with God, 
then pray with me now. Let's pray. Almighty God, I desire to walk with you. I want to have an intimate relationship with you, just like Enoch. I commit my life to you today. I confess my sins before you, and I ask for your forgiveness. Cleanse me from my sinful ways. Lead me. Guide me. Direct my life from this day forward. Amen. Let's sing.
Well, thank you for joining with us for Church at Home today. It was great to have you with us. Uh, so yes, may I encourage you, get out there, go and walk with God. Take a friend if you can. Uh, that's still permitted. Uh, so be a blessing to those around you. As God has blessed you, walk with him in intimacy, cultivate that faith-filled life, that life that brings hope to those around you, that shines hope brightly. And uh, as we go into this week ahead, uh, may God richly bless you in whatever you are doing. Uh, And I just want to encourage you again, uh, look for things to be grateful for. Uh, One thing that uh, I love about homeschooling is the little ideas that everybody has. And on Serena's desk, she has this little jar that's called a gratitude jar. And she writes things down and puts things in there each week about what she is grateful for. What a great idea. Maybe there's things that you would, would, would help you uh, if you did the same, if you wrote down things that you were grateful for and, and if you just thanked God for those. Uh, so continue to, to look after yourself. Uh, and uh, if there's anybody in need for anything, please reach out. We'd love to be able to help uh, care for you in, in, in deeper ways um, than what you may feel comfortable in asking for, but but reach out. Uh, so thank you for joining with us today. Uh, we'll be uh, on a Zoom call soon uh, for those that are, are live with us on our church online platform. Um, the link will be posted um, in the uh, chat section. And if today you were the first, uh, for the first time, uh, gave your life to Jesus and wanted to follow him in a life of faith, then there is that little box that's popped up called um, I Commit My Life to Jesus, uh, Raise a Hand. If you click on that, that will give us an indication um, that you have, have made that decision to follow Jesus. If you then tap it again, it's, ask, it's, it's just ask for prayer. That will open up a chat directly with me personally where I can connect with you. Um, it was great to have um, some people do that last week. Uh, and uh, if you didn't get a chance to follow up with me on that last week, then I encourage you to do that today. Um, click on that button again and send through. And if you're not watching the church online platform at home, but would like someone to walk with you in your faith today, uh, then email me, aaronwangaratabaptist.com.au. Uh, or if you jump onto our Facebook page, just Wangaratta Baptist Church, um, then uh, you can message me there privately and I'll, I'll also get back to you. Um, great to be with you today. Great that you've joined with us. And uh, may uh, I just encourage you with a final blessing uh, to all of you.